0: I'm Sarah, and this is my daughter and my co host, Allegra.
1: You may know my mom from the Mom Hour.
0: On this show, we talk about the books, shows, podcasts, and music that our family enjoys together. Plus, how we discover great media for kids
1: and how we consume it. We also talk about other fun stuff like board games, tablet games, and movies.
0: Today's episode is about two of our favorite reality competition shows Survivor and The Amazing Race. We're going to have a little friendly debate over which one is better.
1: Oh, I don't know if it'll be friendly on mom let's get started
0: well hello everyone this is episode 13 of kid literate allegra and i are happy to be coming back with you in the midst of pandemic quarantine reality and we've been watching a lot more tv in our family (laughs) so we are talking today about survivor and the amazing race um, and we're gonna do a little bit of a deep dive we've mentioned both Shows before, right, Allegra, when we did an episode mm-hmm. on TV shows to watch as a family. But today we're going to go a little deeper and kind of compare and contrast these two, which are our favorites.
1: Yeah. So in case you don't know, The Amazing Race is basically a giant scavenger hunt around the world. And you have to compete in challenges to get the next clue. Yeah. Um, it's usually teams of two, correct? Mm-hmm. Usually they're related or best friends I think there's a couple seasons where they're random.
0: Yeah, we watched one season where they were randomly paired up. But yeah, usually um, it would be two people who know each other, like spouses or brothers or sisters. And they are on a race around the world. And the prize has historically been a million dollars, right, for the first to finish. And they get eliminated week by week. So the last, the last team to check in at kind of a checkpoint usually gets eliminated that week. And so the number of teams racing gets smaller and smaller as we go.
1: And then tell us about Survivor. So Survivor is another competition show and usually takes place in Fiji. So there are 18 or 20 people on tribes and they are surviving on the island with limited food and water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And throughout uh, each episode, they might compete in challenges. And then at the end of each episode, you vote someone off. Yes. The group gets together and votes one player off. So it also has a shrinking cast of reality characters as you move through. Um, so there's there's quite a few similarities between these two shows, which is why we thought it, they would make a good pairing. Um, I have a few fun facts before we get into our official debate. And so, Allegra, I'm just going to throw out some facts and we'll see kind of if these surprise you or not. Um, cool. So both shows have been on the air for a long time. Survivor debuted in May 2001. So we are that is 19 years ago almost exactly. Um and Survivor airs two seasons per calendar year. Meaning they do like a fall season and then they start all over again in the spring. So they are actually on season 40, but it's been almost 20 years. And then this was surprising for me because I would have told you that Amazing Race came later, like a few years later. But in fact, it also debuted in 2001 on September 5th. So they really both launched that year, 2001, and they have been going continuously, which is pretty amazing. Yep. Okay. And then the hosts and both shows have hosts who have been doing it from the beginning. Survivor, it is Jeff Probst. Probst, a lot of consonants in that one. And then Amazing Race is Phil Kogan, Keegan, Keogan. I will look up that pronunciation. Do you have a favorite? I know this is not our official debate, but do you have a favorite between the two hosts?
1: Mm, Jeff. He gets a lot more talking time.
0: That's true. The role of the host is definitely more involved on Survivor. I like them both.
1: Um mm-hmm. Jeff Probst gets to show personality more than Bill.
0: Yes, I would agree with that.
1: Um, And then, interestingly, or maybe
0: not, The Amazing Race is a big-time Emmy winner. So when they started adding awards categories in the Emmys for reality or reality competition shows, um, The Amazing Race would just clean up year after year. So they have actually won 13 primetime Emmys. um, Wow. And Survivor has only won seven And when I looked into those, most of them are for things like more like technical awards. Um, They're not for the. I I don't think they have ever won or maybe once the best reality competition show. Um, So the seven awards they have won have been in smaller categories. And they do have
1: really good photography in the later seasons with like underwater shots. Yeah. Because it's all nature.
0: Right. Exactly. And both shows made the switch to HD um photography around 2010 um, and we were looking up an older season of which one was it of Survivor or Amazing, Amazing Race? Race and you were like I'm not going to watch this <laughs> I can't watch it because we're also used to HD now but it looks very different before HD and if you're not used to it it definitely looks like lesser quality all right so for those of you listening who weren't familiar with either of those two shows we've given you a little primer and we're going to get into our uh, spirited debate here in just a minute
1: yeah, but before we get into all that, we're welcoming back our sponsor, Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls.
0: Yes, we are. You are probably familiar with the Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls book. It's got short biographies of famous women with these really great illustrations. Well, they also have a podcast and they're now into season three. Wow. Each episode is around 20 minutes long and tells the story of one inspiring woman from history and it's narrated by another amazing woman, which is so cool. Allegra, do you have a favorite Rebel Girls episode so
1: far? Hmm, I like the Jane Goodall one, but they're all so great. I think it's great how Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls was created to help close the confidence gap in young girls. And the stories feature women across every possible field astronauts, chefs, trombonists, judges, scientists, and tennis players. So as a parent, I was really shocked to read that by the age of six, many girls already
0: believe they are less smart than boys. And only 19 percent of children's books showcase women with jobs or career ambitions. Like what?
1: Seriously, that's crazy. So to inspire the rebel girl in your life, go and find Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls wherever you get your podcasts. You can also click on the link right in our show notes to check it out. Again, it's the Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls podcast available wherever you listen. All right. So let's get into our debate. The first topic is which is better for the family. So you're going to take the side of Amazing Race.
0: Yes, I am going to take the side of Amazing Race in this topic. But I will say some of these, it's almost like a tie or a toss up. Like they're both great. But um, I, as a parent, think Amazing Race is better for mixed age family viewing starting younger. I think Violet was maybe five when we started Mm -hmm. watching The Amazing Race. And I didn't have really many content concerns at all. Um, Sometimes the players get stressed or frustrated and they might bleep out some mild swear words. Sometimes people, when they're traveling and they're stressed, they maybe are not so nice to each other. There's a little bit of that, a little bit of, you know, some competitive behavior that maybe isn't the best to model for young kids. But overall, I think it's really wholesome and and not just wholesome, but it can keep the attention of a younger kid. So Amazing Race, to me, is the better one for mixed age family viewing.
1: I definitely agree that Amazing Race is good for younger kids. But I started watching Survivor at age nine, I think, or 10. And I started with just watching The Challenges. Like you'd come up and call me down for a challenge and then the next season I would watch the challenges with you and then the rest of the episode on my own time and now I just come down every Wednesday for Survivor.
0: Yeah, it's been really fun to kind of gradually include you in our 20 year. No, I guess not quite because dad and I haven't quite been together 20 years. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, like 17, 18 year tradition. And so now you are included in that. I think there's so much good stuff about Survivor for teenagers and, and yeah. tweens. There's a lot of great things it brings up about um, social dynamics and yeah. group, group dynamics and trust and loyalty. And so all of those things, I think it would be probably more boring for younger kids.
1: There's not a lot that happens if you don't understand what the premise is
0: right, and the more the more sophisticated kind of social dynamics so yeah i would I would agree with that. I think both can be great for families um and I don't think you would have to wait to age nine or ten to enjoy survivor, um but that's kind of how it worked in our family, so do we have a winner of this first topic
1: I think If the debate topic is which is better for family, Amazing Race definitely wins. Okay,
0: I would agree with that. Does that mean I win or just the Amazing Race? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's next?
1: All right, so debate topic number two. (laughs) Which would you rather be on?
0: Okay, this is not even a question. I would much rather be on the Amazing Race. And that is not even the one I like watching the most. I probably enjoy watching Survivor more. But the reason I would rather be on the Amazing Race is basically... Because I would not want to be on Survivor. Um, Survivor, just the element, the physical elements, the weather, and the cold and the starvation would just—that's not—it's not not my jam. Um, So the Amazing Race is definitely hard. It's physically challenging for sure, but I don't think they're going quite as much without sleep and food in the way that you are on Survivor. So yes, it's less cold and wet and buggy and sleep deprived and all of that. And then I also think that just my personality—I have some skill sets that I could lend to the amazing race. Like I'm, I'm organized, I'm detail oriented. I'm good at following instructions. We see all the time on the amazing race that even people who have all those skills just sometimes have a really bad day. But in general, I think I would, um, I would handle the stress of the amazing race better than I would handle the stress of survivor. So that that's me. What about you? Which would you rather be on?
1: I would rather be on survivor. I feel like there's more strategy, like social dynamics. Definitely there is In amazing race. It's just You racing against the other teams, you don't actually have a say in who goes home.
0: Right. Yes, that's a good point. Um, Do you think you would enjoy that sort of rustic living?
1: (laughs) I feel like it would be a new aspect of life that I haven't gotten to try out. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome.
0: Um, Do we have a winner?
1: I think we have to agree to disagree on this one. Okay, which show do you think
0: dad would rather be on?
1: Hmm. I think he'd be good on The Amazing Race, but I'm not sure.
0: I think he'd rather be on Survivor.
1: I could go with him.
0: Yeah, you could. You could. On either one.
1: All right. So this is our third and final debate topic, which is which is more challenging, The Amazing Race or Survivor? Do you want to go first on this one? Yeah. So I'm going to go with Survivor. And this is because you're away from your family and you're hungry and it's rainy and cold. And then you have to do challenges and it's very social. Yes.
0: I mean, I think from um, like a physical stamina standpoint, Survivor is just it pushes people to their extreme because even if you're really strong and really smart, if you take away food and shelter and sleep, it just puts people in a very extreme position. So Survivor is super challenging. So for the amazing race and i'm not even sure i think it's more challenging but there are ways in which it's more challenging so um you have to be on your game like every minute of the amazing race like they never other than stopping to sleep they they stop for like 12 hour breaks you know every leg but they are racing at the top of their mental and physical ability the whole time and that i think would be very very hard on survivor you see them sometimes they just have a day where they like lay around on the beach And they talk and there's definitely social dynamics, but um, they're at least resting or they're at least in charge of their own time that day. Whereas I feel like the amazing race, the pace of the race Uh itself would be very, very challenging. And then travel itself is um, stressful. It's very stressful. And it is also hard on your body, maybe not in the same ways as survivor, but you've got jet lag, you've got different climates, you know, they, they're a lot of the times they're in the heat. So different climates and all the physical ways you adjust to. And getting along. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so there is there is time. It's less social in a group setting, but you're very much right up close to whoever you're racing with. So um, definitely those are ways where the Amazing Race is probably more challenging than Survivor in those ways.
1: All right. Do we have a winning?
0: I mean, I think it's up for debate. Maybe it depends on what people what individual people think they can handle, but I would think Survivor is harder. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Also, in The Amazing Race, if you're not as good, you would just go home. I feel like Survivor...
1: You could be bad at the challenges, you could be so hungry, and yet you just hang in there yeah. and you're there. Sometimes they take you to the end, even though you're horrible, because you're not going to win.
0: That's true. Often they're trying to vote out the strongest players first, which means... If you were cold and miserable and not very good at it, you might be sticking around for 40 days. So that feels harder to me. So um, I don't know that we answered the question. I, I kind of hinted at mine. But do you have a favorite between these two in terms of which one you like to watch the
1: best? Um, Survivor.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Um, I'm going to bring up one more category just spontaneously. Um, but which one do you think is easier to watch a single episode of and enjoy? Amazing race. For sure amazing race. So Survivor,
1: it's like if you come in like on season forty, you might it's so different from season one.
0: That's true. Although I think you could come in on season forty and watch from the beginning. If you were
1: just going to watch the middle, you have no idea what you would be lost. Whereas Amazing Race, each episode, you could you could enjoy it. If somebody, yeah. if you had... You might not get to know the teams as well, but that doesn't make you enjoy it less. Right. And Survivor, I agree. You really have to
0: understand the dynamics at play. You can't just pop in and pop out. So, um, so yeah, pros and cons. Well, this was super, super fun. And while we've been at home the last few weeks, we've been watching Amazing Race every night together as a family. Um, you can go back and watch older episodes. And we've been doing that. Older seasons, I should say. Um, and then Allegra and Brian and I are watching Survivor's Latest Seasons. We watch that on Wednesday nights um, when it airs. Both shows are CBS properties and then can be streamed on various streaming services. So if you all out there listening are already fans or if you're going to check out these shows, you will have to let us know and send us an email. Hello at com.
1: OK, so at the end of each episode, we say what we are reading and what you are reading. So, mom, what are you reading right now?
0: Well, I recently finished an Agatha Christie mystery. Ooh! And even though she is the most famous mystery writer ever, and I learned the best, most best-selling uh, author after the Bible and Shakespeare in history, I think I have only read maybe one of her books before. And it was a long, 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 long time ago, probably when I was like your age, Allegra. So uh, Reed, who is almost 10, read The Crooked House. He checked it out from the library. And then after he was done, I read it. So it's the Crooked House. I think it's just called Crooked House, not even The Crooked House by Agatha Christie. And it was delightful. It was really, really good. So I would definitely read another one. So how about you? What are you reading?
1: Um, so I kind of in between books, but I am about to start Lifeboat by Susan Hood. It's based on a true story, and I'm excited.
0: Nice. Is it you've been reading a lot of World War II I think it is stuff. So it's in that same genre. Okay. Well, we'll have to circle back and um, you'll have to share your thoughts after you finish that one.
1: So what you are reading, we got a great email from Kaylee and she said that she loved our episode about historical fiction and she just finished The Great Alone, The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna and she is starting The Wonderful by Saskia Sarganson. Her kids are six and four. Their names are Finley and Sawyer, and they are currently into the Elephant and Piggy books by Mo Willems and the Berenstain Bears.
0: We enjoy both of those things. Um, I think in last episode, we mentioned the Lunch Doodles with Mo Willems, the video series he's been doing lately, which are so fun. And I always, I loved Berenstain Bears as a kid. Um, So that is a a classic. Well, thank you, Kaylee and Finley and Sawyer for listening and for sending us what you are reading.
1: All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. Talk to you then. Bye. Kid Literate is a production of Life Listen. Our sound engineer is Brian Thomas from Yokai Audio. You can find links to everything we mentioned at kidliteratepodcast.com. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen.